Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings. And always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. Hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So little Nas X is unapologetic about his sexuality. Uh-huh. He is uh, openly gay. And when people get mad at him for being openly gay, he... He claps back in the most amazing ways. He turns it up a notch. And it's pretty funny because yeah. get a life, people. Well, he had these homophobic protesters outside his concert. He, I, I can't believe he has to deal with this at every show. Just because he's gay, people outside protesting. Like, get a life, dude. Don't you have better things to do? They don't. Like, go eat at a Long John Silver's. Do they think they're changing the world? They're not. Like, what do they think they're doing? They're it's not. So That's why stupid. I say go to Long John Silver's and revitalize <laughs> that amazing seafood chain. Bring yeah. it back. Do something, do something good with, with your time. Yes, because you're wasting everyone's <laughs> time. Well, what I did mean, he do to deal with these protesters? Lil Nas X sent them all pizza. Hand-delivered. Nice. You know what? You're out here. Let's give you some pizza. Your arms are getting tired holding up those signs. Yep. It must oh. get exhausting protesting. All the crew members from his show brought out boxes of pizza to the chanting crowds. They declined. Instead, they continued to carry their signs. Said, we don't want your gay pizza. <laughs> it said, Jesus is God. Even demons know it. Repent and believe the gospel. Okay. Oh, man, whatever. I'm just, these are the types of signs he has to deal with. I'm looking at the picture of, they people look. It's like that stuff the Westboro Baptist Church does. It's, it's, it's always ridiculous. stuff, man. It's, it's like extreme. life. Extreme. So. Go away. Little Nas X, but good for him. Just sending him pizza. Yeah, he's like, oh, you hate me? Here's some pizza. Kill him with kindness. Yeah. It felt awkward as I did it, as I was standing behind a gentleman in line at the grocery store. What? But I felt like it needed to be done. What it happened? needed to happen. And the guy thanked me afterwards. Okay. Because this is up there with telling somebody they have something in their teeth, maybe. Yeah. Standing behind a guy, pick and save, just waiting. We're all in line at the the little, what do you call them, the self-checkouts. They're yeah. all full, and it's just me and him waiting. Yeah. And I noticed right in front of me, uh, his shirt tag is sticking like straight out. Oh, all, yeah. all the way out. Yeah. All the way out. Yeah. So I tapped him on the shoulder, and I go, excuse me. And he goes, what's that? And I just tucked it in real quick. Oh, you tucked it in for him? Yeah. Because oh, he had his hands weird. full. His hands were full with everything. Oh, I wouldn't have touched another person. No, thank you. But I go, go I go, I go, I'm going to tuck this in for you real quick. And he goes, oh. He goes, thanks, dude. What size was it? Uh, <laughs> good question. <laughs> because a woman would be horrified for the size to be out. Do you understand that? It's Only not you the would tag. think that. Yeah. No, not me. Women, trust me. We were like, does it say XL? What does it say back there? No, it said Gildan or whatever it was. Because yeah. it was one of those Gruber Law T-shirts, one of those like T-shirts oh. you get at a walk or something. He turned. Yeah. It said Gruber Law on it. With because everybody has one of those shirts. Everybody does. But I thought I was like, no, I don't. But now it's my goal to get one. Was, <laughs> Gruber Law for sure. Was it was it inappropriate? To touch someone in public like that. Yes. You I think, think that's weird, dude. You think? I mean, I get why he thanked you and said it was nice. And I yeah. would say thank you if someone did it, but doesn't mean I be, wouldn't be like, ooh, you just tucked my tag in. Like, it's a little too personal. I mean, you're tucking it inside their clothes, Riggs. Yeah, but it's like on the back of their neck. It's not like in their waistband. Ooh, like, if the you're, if the, the tag was even weirder. If I saw the tag sticking out from your sweatpants, I wouldn't tuck it in. Like, I would just let you go and look like a, like a goofball. Why? Because it's by your bottom. And your bottom's <laughs> gross. Your bottom could be dirty. But not <laughs> but not your, the back of your shirt. Not the back of the neck. I think I that's know. appropriate. You I think the back of the neck's okay. What up? Right. Good morning, KISS FM. Hey, Who's hey this? Hey, guys. Hey. Oh, it's saucy Sandra. You're a weirdo. <laughs> Wait, I'm a weirdo? Sandra, thank you. Uh, yeah, and thank I'm you. a different one. I was just going to say. I will not touch the... 
You touch someone. Yeah. You know, just the back of his neck. Sucked his tag in. It's not that we don't touch people accidentally or when we're past. Maybe you're saying excuse well, that's me, but different. This you is were weird. intentionally touched somebody. Yeah. Does it matter though? Yeah. It was just the back yeah. of his neck. It wasn't necessary. No, he it wasn't. Have babies or something or life. Well, that's, that's on me then. That's not on him. I just think it's yes, strange to, to tuck someone's tag in uh, that you don't know. Like, I wouldn't even do that to a little kid I didn't know. Uh, right? Just, like, if I wouldn't even yeah, do it to a nope. kid. I, I don't even know if I would say anything. I don't. I didn't say anything. I just said, excuse me. And I tucked it in. I said, I just had to tuck that in for you. And he said, oh, thanks, dude. That was it. Yeah. That was quick. All right. So you think I I'm a weirdo? I say, hey, you have your tag hanging out or whatever. Yeah. Don't go touching people. Uh, I should have asked for his name and like to hang out or something. Thanks for calling, Sandra. No problem. Have a saucy day. day. You have a saucy day. (laughs) Let's find out what uh, Ryan in Calabama has to say. Oh, is this Ryan in Calabama? I I can feel it in my soul. You know it is. I can feel it in my soul. (laughs) Nice. Ryan, welcome to the show. (laughs) Using that old ESPN. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan from Calabama. Think? Oh. I think we're, Riggs is a weirdo for this. What do you think? I tucked in a guy's tag at a grocery store. Who cares? What's the big deal? Was, was there was there an Afro circus coming out the back of his shirt, though? No, he was a cleanly shaven guy. If he was hairy, I wouldn't have done it. Okay, like, if there, there was hair go. just creeping up the back of his neck, I'd be like, no. no like I can't a, no, believe just being a gentleman. how many people are texting in saying, absolutely appropriate. Somebody else said, Riggs, with, I'm with you. I'll That's tuck like, it in for anyone. I'm like, gentlemen and saying his barn door's open. Yep, XYZ, bro, XYZ. Well, yeah. I think it's okay to tell someone your barn door's open. I think it's a totally different thing to walk up and grab someone's shirt and tuck their tag in. You I didn't know. assault him. It was said a gentle... And Riggs, Riggs said something. He said, excuse me, and he just tucked it in. Boom, it done. A, it was a gentle tuck. It was bugging Riggs and nobody else is my point. Oh. And then he... Also know. true. <laughs> also true. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, Ryan, in Calabama. No problem, guys. Have a good day. Have a better day, dude. You can always call or you can text mm. 414-533-1037. It's a harmless tag tuck. The, the well, shirt the tag. the intention was pure, but the no. action was strange. Well, That's my opinion. Standing in line at the grocery store, the guy in front of me, the tag in the back of his shirt was sticking up, like all the way up. Mm. So I said, excuse me, and I tucked it in. Okay. He said, thank you. <laughs> well, Sergio's on his way to work in Economawalk this morning. Morning, Sergio. What do you think about Riggs tucking the tag in on this guy's shirt in the grocery store out of nowhere? Yeah, what's the problem? What's the... <laughs> Sergio! Sergio, hello! Yeah. Oh, there you are. There he is. There you are, Sergio. Say what do it. What Sergio, Lord, Sergio. Oh God, we'll, yeah, we'll come back to you in a second. He's clearly not listening to the phone. No. Uh, let's go to Victoria, who's also in Economawalk this morning. Good morning, Victoria. Good morning. You know the drill. Am I a weirdo? <laughs> you heard us. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Have yeah, a great just, day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just tell him. Just tell him that you got a tag out or something. I wouldn't touch them. That's a good um, medium. Just yeah. tell them they're Tell them don't out. touch them. That should be on a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, should. but I, I did have an incident happen to me in junior when I was a junior in high school. So I was at a party and my zipper was open a little bit and a guy at the party put his finger in my zipper and said, your zipper's open. Oh, Oh, yo, no. I would have punched him so hard because the reflex of him, like, coming at me, it would would have been been like a clock Uh in the cheek just out of the reflex alone. I didn't punch him. I didn't punch him, but I did kind of shoo his hand away. Yeah. And then I made the mistake of telling my boyfriend at the time. And then, of course... Of course, he wanted to beat him up, and I didn't want a, a fight at a party yeah. for that. And I started walking home, and I ended up, uh, he, he ended up coming after me and picked me up. And he still brings it up to this day because we've been together since high wow. school, and we're married, and he brings it up still. The guy that stuck this finger really in your zipper, that's, that's, that's going yeah. too far. That's, that's personal space. Well, I say, you say it, it, it is. Yeah. It is. Very, that's but private it is. space. All right. Kind of funny that we're still together and he still brings it up every once in a while. Totally. Well, thank you so much for calling up this morning. Thanks, Victoria. Always good to hear from you. Ashley, one of our regulars, is in Cudahy this morning. Oh, damn it. I clicked around. There it is. They're right next to each other. Because <laughs> I immediately knew that Pitbull was not the Ashley and Cudahy song. No, but they're both yeah, next to each no. other, Ashley and Cudahy and Ashley and Sheboygan Falls. <laughs> what do you think, Ashley? 
I mean, it would have been less creepy if he would have, like, felt some guy's melons, but <laughs> come on. Melons. Um, Common courtesy would just be, like, to tell someone, and if a guy would have been like, oh, man, I know, this his, peg has been, like, bugging me for his, a while. Could you just do me a solid and, like, fix it for me? That hands, would have been okay. His hands were full, Ashley. He couldn't do it. I helped him out in the moment. He would have went the rest of the day. The rest of the day. Not your monkey, not your circus, not your problem. Thank mm. you. Oh, you used his own line against him, That's Ashley. That's a great line. Solid pull, but, dude. Okay. But it's like, it's like Allie, and you notice her tag. You're like, Allie, I'm fixing this. Yeah, like, I don't think And Allie weird. would do the same Allie would do mm-hmm. the same for you. I do the same thing for my coworkers all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you do? Get dressed in the dark this morning and yeah, nine times out of ten. Yeah, they, yeah, we do. We get dressed in the dark. It's the relationship like, with the person, though. Like, I'm not doing yeah. that yeah. to a stranger. I will do that to Riggs. I do that to Allie. That. I do it to my wife. Wouldn't do be it weird, to, then. Yeah, right. Not at all. All right. You know us. <laughs> okay, so next time I'll tell, so, not touch. Well, Sergio in Economwalk <laughs> yes. is back Thanks, and he wants to give his input. <laughs> is he? What do you want to say, Sergio? Sergio, go. Oh, I... Is this about the? Is this about the the, the tag back of the neck? Yeah, I tucked a guy's tag in on the back of his shirt. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's weird. I mean, it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. See, Sergio's because on my team. Go ahead. I, I, I would do the same. I would do the same thing. I wouldn't want my my tag popping out of like a lot. Yeah. In the in so, the back of my shirt. Sergio, you're yeah. a quick trip, and the guy in front of you has got his tag out. You're gonna go ahead and stick your finger in and push that tag back in for him, or are you what? Do you, really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. What? Oh I mean, I'm God. not gonna stick my finger on the back of his shirt, but That's I'm gonna gently did. tuck it in. I gently. It was a gentle tuck. But Bella from Kenosha I'm said, not- "You're lucky you didn't do it to the wrong person. I could have got smacked. Yeah. With the wrong <laughs> person with a. It re- could have been the same reflex. Somebody that's been touched the wrong way. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like I. It's not like I went be like just did it by myself. I, I I would politely ask. The next time I will I will be very blatant and overtly just say, "Hey, excuse me, your tags out." Next time, just tell him and move on with your yes. life. Don't offer to stick it back in. All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 103.7 Kiss FM. Packers fans, you might want to check your bank accounts. You might want to do a little check on your bank account. No, I really don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> do I really want to look? <laughs> well, if, were you at the game at Lambeau on Sunday when the Packers beat the Bears? No, but it was amazing. It was a good good game. Good game, right? So yep. but obviously thousands of people were at the game. Yeah. Maybe you know someone that was at the game. If you do... Check your check your statement because a lot of people were overcharged multiple times for things. Why? Lambo Field is cashless, so you can only use cards or like an Apple Pay or a Tap Pay, like sure. most stadiums are. Yeah. Buck stadiums like that, same way. I'm pretty sure. I saw a meme think... the other day that said, "I don't even remember how to use my debit card." It's true because <laughs> I use my phone or I tap. Yeah. So when I have to actually like insert the card nowadays, I'm like, "Oh, this feels old." <laughs> I've seen people tap their cards too. That's I was what, like, "Oh, cool." So that's what you do. Yeah. I tap the card if I don't have my phone. Well, yeah. what was happening when people were buying things at some of these vendors? They were getting charged multiple times. Were they Double tapping or what? No, oh. it was just it was a whole error in the system. They said it was a it was a worldwide glitch in this oh, service man. that the stadium uses, and they were like, it's something that they're all pending charges. So somebody would buy like six dollars for a beer, or which Let's is be probably six, low. probably like ten. But okay. anyway, go on. Let's say like a woman. She said she bought cheese hats and a Barbie, which was pretty pricey. It came out to sixty dollars. They charged it three times to her card. Oh, three times. Which could cause some people to go in the negative. So some people, like there was a girl trying to get a hotel room that was up from Chicago. Oh, no. It almost screwed her. Luckily, she could move some money from her savings to her checking account, and she made it work. But she was like, if someone didn't have the savings or didn't have the money for that right there, that would have been screwed. Did you find a hotel room at Lambeau? She already had one. but she Oh, she had it. She already had it. She just had to pay for it. Uh She couldn't pay for it because her card got drawn over. I see. So what they said was, if that happened to you, if you know someone that happened to, they're going to void all those extra charges. Yes. So, like, if it says pending, they're like, that's actually pending. They're working on voiding it out. So, keep the receipt or be able, like, if you go into your credit card, the actual statement you can see, and there's probably a number in there you can use to call. Yes. I'll give you the name of the company in uh, case you need it. Somebody probably didn't even realize they got overcharged. Yeah. Charged. No. Some guy's like, oh my gosh. It's called Freedom Pay. It's the name of the company. Freedom Pay. That is used at Lambeau Field. So, that's the company that's now going and voiding all those extra charges. So, uh, if you know someone that went to Lambo, got double charged for something or triple or even quadruple charged some people. 
know I, that they're working on voiding it. I'm they're lost aware of it. on the internet seeing how much a price of a beer at Lambo is. Nine fifty, according to the internet. Nine fifty. But I'm surprised because there's. It's actually. I mean, it's fourteen if you go to Washington. It was fourteen at Pfizer for. Oh. Um, uh, Post Malone. 11 if you go see the Giants, but there's some that seem cheap, like what were the Cincinnati Bengals? It was only like six bucks. <laughs> is, that, is that a surprise? <laughs> no, I it's mean, not. Hi. Hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So I'm going to tell you why Camila Cabello replaced Kelly Clarkson on The Voice in just a second, but the uh-huh. nostalgia part I was talking about was get ready to flashback 20 years. Kelly Clarkson got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that a girl from Texas 20 years ago, nobody ever heard of her. She went on one show and look at her career now. 20 years later, she's getting a star. Yep. And guess who showed up for it? Simon Cowell. Paula Abdul and Randy, Randy Jackson. Jackson. Oh, that's Who, awesome. By the way, is still skinny. I, sh- I don't know if skinny is the word I should use. It's, it's, he's he's trimmed down. He's weight off for years. Good for him. He has. Every time I see him, I'm like, go Randy. Still looking good. But uh, they all showed up. Paula Abdul was a little late. She said she had to change a flight to get there, but she showed up in the middle. <laughs> and Kelly Clarkson got her star. Now, why did Camila Cabello replace her now on The Voice? Because Kelly Clarkson's been on it since like the 14th season. Well, yeah. uh, Kelly Clarkson, I think she just had too much going on, honestly. She's mm-hmm. got her own talk show. And she said, I really, it was really important for me to like show my kids that, yes, mommy loves work, but I also want them to know I love family too. Yeah. And I need to be home sometimes. So I think it just got to be too much. Camila Cabello is a great person to slide in next yeah. to Gwen and Blake. And why did I just blank out on uh, Adam Levine? <laughs> no, uh, John Legend. Oh, John, John Legend. Legend. Yes. Is Adam Levine still on that? No. No. That's the thing. And remember, uh, Ari, you had Ariana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, lots happening. So they always move in and out on The Voice, but it doesn't seem to affect the show. No, it doesn't. So. And I can't believe that's still on. It still remains somewhat relevant. Because it's still pulling the biggest celebrities. It is. Ariana Grande to come coach? Are you joking? Camila Cabello get... now? Sure. I mean, come on. You're doing just fine. Yep. Okay, who's the jerk? 103.7 Kiss FM. I still think you're a jerk. You get to be our moral compass. No, wait, you're a jerk. It's Riggs and Allie's Am I the Jerk? Look what you did, you little jerk. Yikes. I'm afraid to read this one. Well, you're up. Oh, thanks. I'm not reading it. Thanks. Also, no, this is uh, going to be an intense one, I think. Yeah. uh, This morning's Am I the Jerk is about a a woman who's refusing to coddle her infertile sister. Okay. Here's her story, all right? Go on. She says, Riggs and Alley. My sister Julie has tried to have a baby for five years. She had miscarriages. She had a miscarriage two years ago, and outside that, has been unable to get pregnant. My heart really hurts for her. Aww. However, one thing I don't agree with is how my family has handled it. We're not allowed to talk about babies around Julie. Any kids younger than three can't come to family events that what? she'll attend. What? She won't attend baby showers or baptisms. I got pregnant last year and told Julie first, and she reiterated her boundaries. I said I understood. The first hurdle came with my baby shower. My mother-in-law was throwing at it. I didn't expect Julie to come. Then my mom told me I shouldn't have one period uh, one period out of respect. Shouldn't have had a baby she, shower out of respect? I shouldn't have had one. What? I said that was ridiculous. She didn't have to come. So why did it matter? Only three people from my side of the family even came to the shower. So when my son was born, I posted the birth announcement on Facebook. My parents lectured me for this and said it was going to hurt Julie. I finally snapped and asked, what would happen if she got pregnant? Will we all be expected to shower her with love and attention and refuse to give up, give her, give her, yeah, like <laughs> refuse what to give other people's pregnant? kids? We can't talk about this one's pregnancy, but if the one who's having fertility problems gets pregnant, can you talk about it then? Yeah, then will her baby be allowed to attend events? Oh, she said that was different. I said, no, I'm not coddling her anymore. My son exists. He's family and he's coming. She can, de- she can decide if she wants to come or not. My parents yelled at me for being mean to Julie. So am I the jerk? 414-533-1037. You can call or text that. This is... I understand boundaries, but these seem like extreme boundaries. You can't even bring kids eight. to events because it triggers the one who's having trouble getting... You can't bring anyone under three it's, to family events? It's borderline enabling Julie. I feel like Julie needs to get some help like dealing I with mean, this. I mean... 
Yeah, what the? I just. You can call or text. Extreme, I think. 414 533 1037. We'll talk to you next. Is she a jerk? Uh, Cam sent us an email to am I the jerk at 1037 kissfm.com. If you're ever in a moral dilemma, you can always reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Says her sister Julie has had several miscarriages, had trouble getting pregnant for the last several years, and, and now, now won't allow kids anywhere near her. The whole family is not allowing kids around. You can't talk about her pregnancy. No. You can't have a baby shower. It's getting a little extreme, now, in my opinion. And now Cam has had a kid of her own and is made it, posting it on Facebook. And they're like, we can't do that because it's hurting Julie. You're hurting your sister by posting your baby. Uh, there's so Okay, let's just go to Brittany and Tosa. Good morning, Brittany and Tosa. Good morning. Do you think that she's a jerk? I do. Okay. Okay, go on. Explain. Wait, we're saying that the the family and like the sister are a jerk. No, uh, no the girl who wrote in, who just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh no, then I don't. No, I don't believe she's a jerk. No, okay. no, no. Is Cam a jerk? Is what we're Cam, saying. yeah, she's yeah. refusing to coddle her sister anymore. Is she a jerk for doing? Yeah, that? and I understand infertility and all that. Cause yeah, I used to work in a um that part of healthcare kind of um but yeah. uh it was it's hard for people and i completely understand that but everyone else should not be punished because you are infertile and having trouble because mm-hmm. unfortunately like that's not our fault well babies are born every day I don't and know kids, how are kids are everywhere <laughs> they're all over they the are. place i don't know how to avoid it um <laughs> right. but i think you so might. it's just like yeah. I know you're going through a hard time, but at the same time, like your family should not be getting punished because you are infertile and unable to have your own baby at this time. Not saying that it can't happen, yeah. But like you, you can't punish other people for things that are happening to you because at that point, then we all would be punishing each other yeah. for something that's not going our way in our life. Well, don't we think Julie needs to learn? She's got to find some coping skills yeah. to get through this and be able she to, needs to go exi- to therapy. To exist. She I totally mean, she does. Can't, it sounds like she's not even able to exist with things going around with her in the world. I could see being I mean? sensitive a couple, you know, right around the event happening. If she she just had a miscarriage. No, I, yeah. As a woman, Riggs, I will stand up and say I get the insensitivity all the time, like yeah. how you feel that all the time, even if you even had a kid after you've had miscarriages. Right. There's a sensitivity there. But but how far can you really go where you're now p- telling your sister she can't even have a baby shower it's not or post fair. her baby on Facebook? That's a little... Nice. Like, she should be happy for her sister who was, a- like... She was able to conceive, and that's yeah. not her sister's fault. Right. But she, like, it's not the writer's fault that she could conceive and get pregnant okay. so easily. So, like, so Cam is not yeah. a jerk for definitely not a jerk. No. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thanks for calling up this morning. Appreciate you listening. Amelia's in Milwaukee. Amelia. <laughs> How's it going, you guys? Hey, Good morning. <laughs> do you think uh, Cam I know is I a... call sporadically here and there? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't try to do that. You know, God, <laughs> uh, you know, five days in a row. Yeah. Um, I don't think. This is just a joke. Okay. I really don't. I mean, this. So when they just had to be the, you know, the one that had just messed her carriage, I think she's being a jerk, and I think the family is kind of overdoing it. I get it. I'm not saying I've experienced it, but I know some people that experience the loss. Yeah. And it is, you know, hard. I, yeah. you know, that in that perspective, I understand. But I don't think the one that just had a baby shouldn't be punished. And not only that, I mean, how are you going to go to a party and not have, you know, toddlers to go there? You know, that's that's well, not right. And at the end of the day, it's grief in a lot of ways, right? Well, it is grief. It is. Right. It's scary. So, like, imagine if you lose your father, and then you're like, well, you can't bring fathers around me. And like, <laughs> no dads anywhere. We have to learn. Right. Some way to cope and get through it. You yep. know what I mean? Okay. Uh, but I have to agree with the first caller. She does have to have to see, uh, you know, talk to somebody about the situation. Because at the end of the day, her, she is missing out. And, yeah. you know, I understand you lost, you know, you had a miscarriage, but you're missing out on other kids, you know? Yeah. Find joy and in other places. You know, There's so much around you. Right. right. And then the more you keep, you know, hanging on to that, the more people you're going to start losing. All right. Okay. Well, you say not a jerk. Thank you for calling up Thanks. this morning, Amelia. Yeah. You're welcome. You guys have a nice one, okay? Yeah. You have a better day. We'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Lindsay's in Muskego. Hi, Lindsay in Muskego. Hey, guys. Do you think uh, Cam is a jerk for refusing to coddle her infertile sister? Oof. No, I don't think she's a jerk. However, I've been in a similar situation myself where 
my little man came really, really early. I was pregnant with all of my friends and all of their babies were healthy. They didn't have difficulty pregnancies and it was really difficult for me, but by no means did I ever go, Hey, I don't want to hear about your baby story. Ah, that's a good, that's a good comparison. I get it. You had a sick baby and everyone else had a healthy one, but you were still happy for them at at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I was so happy. I was just upset. Like how come they get the healthy kids? How come they, you know what I mean? So I can get her sisters side where like how come everyone can have this and I like I want it I deserve it yeah. You know what I mean? I love so, you being so open and honest right now and yeah. transparent about how you it's felt. It's actually like, really I difficult, and I'm pretty sure my husband's going to text me about it. No, yeah. because women right now are <laughs> relating to everything you're saying that have gone through this. A thousand like, percent. You have no idea. It's great that you're being open about that. I don't know what yeah. it's like to but go through, but I can sense the honesty in what you're saying. Yeah. So thank you. you yeah, said- I definitely don't think her sister should not be able to throw a shower. I think both should really have boundaries like hey this is my boundary but i am so happy that you're having a baby and you get to experience that even though i can't you know there should be some you said not a jerk some balance yeah absolutely thanks Lindsay. thank you Lindsay. have an awesome day thank you guys see ya she's a regular and she's back today shannon in west dallas Uh, shannon in west dallas what's up girl yes (laughs) thank you what's up girl what do you think shannon I do not think Cam is a jerk at all. Okay. Uh, I am, me and my sister, we were due four weeks apart, mm-hmm. and I miscarried, Aww. and um, her pregnancy was hard on me. Yeah. Her baby shower was hard, hard on me, but okay. I went to it, yeah. and I supported it. My mom was going to do a joint baby shower for us. Aww. I watched my nephew be born, uh-huh. and I have the best relationship with him possible. Oh, good. You know, good I'm you just, might have not been as close to him, yeah. you know what I mean? Exactly. Busy with a baby, yeah. There's a positive I mean, spin to look at it in a yeah. positive light and something you, you know, got a great family member out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, was the mom going to start telling people they can't get pregnant at all? <laughs> no one else. Get pregnant. Until Julie does. You don't have to tell me twice. (laughs) (laughs) Says the guy who never doesn't want kids ever. (laughs) Is that what it's going to come down to, though? Like, seriously. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for calling up this morning. Always good to hear from me, Shannon. Yes. Talk to you guys later. Talk to you later. Bye. Last but not least, our girl Amy is in Muskego. Hello, Amy in Muskego. Hello, hello. I forgot you have a theme song. I should have known better. Oh, I, I didn't forget. Hey, girl. I know Amy. <laughs> Hi, my guy. Hi. Amy, do you think the cam's a jerk? Are you going to make this a clean sweep? I'm making it a clean sweep. She okay. is absolutely not. And good for her for standing up to her family like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, it's got to be hard on her. Obviously, of course, it's her sister. Yeah. She lost the baby. It's hard. You don't like to see the ones you love hurt like that. But at the same time, Riggs, like you said, she needs to go talk to somebody about how to cope. Like, her sister needs to talk to somebody on how to cope with it. She could benefit from a therapist so much, so much. Exactly. So much. Like, amazing things. I have gone through miscarriages myself. Me and my sister have both been pregnant at the same time and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It sucks. It hurts. But I went and talked to somebody, and I was able to talk about it and get it out, cry it out. Do all, everything you need to get it out and then turn around and cope. Yep. I mean, I have two beautiful children now. It's amazing, but it does. It sucks. But she's not a jerk for that. She's allowed to be happy for herself and enjoy her child and then hope that everyone around her would want to enjoy her child just as much as she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Uh-huh. We're too busy, you know, and I get it, and I understand it does. Somebody texted in, it's close to what Shannon in West Dallas just said, that the sister is an aunt now. Julie's an aunt now. She's so upset about not having kids, she's failing her nephew. Like, she's yeah. missing exactly. out on her nephew. She is an aunt. That's pretty awesome. She, yeah, and she doesn't really get to enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling up, Amy and Muskego. It's good to hear of from you. Of course. Yes. You guys, too. Your theme song is always at the ready. Anytime. I know. Life has been in the way lately. So. It's, all it's all good. We love <laughs> all you. Right. We love you. We we'll love see you. you guys. Love you guys, too. Not a jerk this morning. That is a clean sweep. Mm-hmm.
on Kiss FM. Your kids are running something over there. Are you guys, I can't believe it. This is one of those milestone mom moments, I think. Oh, it's got to be. I was living. Is it? It was. Is I it? almost wanted to cry yesterday. I was so proud of my kids for what they achieved. Mm-hmm. And they made me look good in front of other parents, too, which yeah. really put it up a notch in the in the I'm proud of you, kid. Uh-huh. Yesterday, my nanny was sick, my, or my sitter, Jessica. Yeah. Sick. Um, and I said, okay, it's fine. You're sick. You stay home. Yeah. Well, there I am last minute with no sitter on a Monday morning. Uh-huh. And you were gone. Yep. And so I was like, well, I have to go to work. Yeah. So I looked at my kids in the eyes on Sunday night and I said, listen up. It's going to be big stuff happening tomorrow morning. A lot of responsibility. You And they're third and fifth grade. So Hudson's only nine. I mean, he's still kind of got the baby side going on yeah. where he wants to hold my hand and he wants his mom. Owen's like preteen already. Like well, Hudson, more. he's a smart nine-year-old, dude. He's intuitive. Oh. He's empathetic. He's so empathetic. And I don't know how he, where he got it from, but I'm so proud of it. <laughs> I'm so proud of it. The apple uh, fell fall from the tree. Shut on up. <laughs> no, he's, they're learning better skills Good. how to communicate kids are these days. That's from God. you, though. They're learning that from you. I hope. I hope. You don't think you did, but they are. Well, and they're doing better in school. Good. I mean, they do talk about stuff in school. However, I said to them, listen up. You're not going to have a sitter in the morning. <gasps> and back in the day, I would have just called their dad and been like, can I just bring them over and you get him to school? And he'd be like, sure, if it uh-huh. was an emergency. Yeah. I was like, you got this, guys. All you have to do is wake up, mm-hmm. get dressed, eat your breakfast, brush your teeth, and be ready to go by 8. I said, you do this every day on your own. They don't need... I just have someone there to get them to school at this point. They do everything on their own. They wake up in time. They do it all. How do they wake up? Do they have alarm clocks and they know how to set them? Or they just... Nope. He just wakes up. Owen's up by six without it it for his whole life. Okay. Maybe when he's a teen, it'll change. And Hudson, same kind of thing. So I texted my neighbor and I said, can you please walk my children to school when you walk your kids to school? Because I have no childcare and I just need them to get over there. Yeah. She goes, sure. She said, tell them to be ready at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. So I told Owen and Hudson, you better be outside with your backpacks on on the porch at 8 a.m. sharp. We set seven alarms on the iPad. Warning, 15 minutes, 10 Uh minutes, you know. Those kids were outside waiting with backpacks on, ready to go to school at 7.49. Shut up. They showed up early? Owen went outside early. He's going to be the one that gets to everything early. Are you sure they're your children? Uh, no, I'm not anymore. <laughs> that, that part shocks me. I was me. there when they were delivered. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> they were outside 10 minutes early, and my yeah. neighbor texts me, and she goes, I'm impressed. She goes, I really thought I was going to have to go wake your children up when you asked me to do this. They'd I, be I, flailing out at 8.02, 8, yeah. like, oh, we're coming. She said, my kids would never be able to get up on their own and do all this. And she goes, I'm just in shock because her kids sleep in more. And I go, no, I knew they could handle it. So I was so proud of them. I got them Frosties. Oh, when you picked them up? (laughs) When I picked them up from school, I go, you guys were so responsible. And, you know, you did everything I asked. You got there on time. You were ready to go with all of your stuff. I couldn't be more proud of you. And I said, and if we ever have an emergency like this again, I know it's going to be okay. Yeah. That you're going to be okay and get to school. We're going to do this. I'm glad you positively reinforced that. Uh, like, God, for being responsible, and you know for waking Hudson, up. for You know what Hudson what? said? Oh, that's where I wanted to cry. What? Hudson said, I want to continue, Mom, to be independent and trusted. So I'm going to keep it up. And I went, oh! I told you I like that kid. <laughs> what is it with his language? He's so good at expressing himself. Yeah. I don't know where it comes from. And I said, Hudson, I am so proud of you. Good for him. But Owen, you know, was leading the charge because he's the oldest. So Owen gets a lot of the credit, too. Yes. He brings Hudson along for the ride and says, move it, you know. But I feel like, honestly, if Owen overslept, Hudson would have woken him yes. up. I think they, they would have done that. Like, look, we got to yes. do this on our own today. As much as they hate each other, they say, <laughs> they can't live without each other. They made every kid look bad in the neighborhood. I, they All did. the other ones. It's crazy. My yeah. kids are never the good ones in the neighborhood. And now they, they look like the shining stars by being ready to go mm-hmm. for school. I've never been more proud. It's one I've of those. I've never been more proud of them. You'll look back at that day and you'll be like, that was the first <sighs> day that they really they got up on their own. And they I put it in so perspective fast. and I texted, you remember Ella, mm-hmm. who worked for me for years yeah, yeah, before here. she had her own family? A previous nana, yes. I texted her and I said, I love you. <laughs> you have no idea how much you trained my kids into a routine that they are set on. I said, yeah. for years you did that and they're 
so independent now because you force them to be, and I wouldn't have. I would have babied them. Yeah. I said, you force them to be independent, and it's paying off. Oh, yeah. And she went into shape, and not so yeah. many. I sent her a text and said, thank you. You're, I needed somebody else to get them into shape. <laughs> good, for the, good for her, and good for you, too, because so, you don't... Not, not credit yourself, too, as a mom. Gosh. Well, you think they were just scared if they didn't get out there on time? That's probably it, too. <laughs> the wrath of mom would come. <laughs> what do moms say? <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. Wow. She set a record. But it's not the kind of record anybody wants to set, really. Yikes. I wouldn't be happy if my kids set this record. By the way, people were texting in and saying they were having trouble with our reception in Kenosha. And I just want you to know, if there is something going on with the tower, the radio tower. Yeah, the old transmitter tower. The cool thing is, you can always now pull up the Odyssey app and listen live through the app. And you won't have that problem. You can even plug it into your car, listen in your car live. Oh, yeah. So if you're having a reception problem, just use the app. That's like a direct line to us. You can hear it. It's much more clear that way. It's why our regular chart. Charlie can listen when he's in Texas, or yeah, huh? Antonia from Oak Creek can listen in Vegas. Right? Uh, yeah, that's because right. Because they've listened on the app. Uh huh. We've even had people listening from Palm Beach, from like Florida area. Yeah, so, Daytona. Daytona. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Daytona Beach. Yep. Yep. The Odyssey app. It's free. A U D A C Y. Okay, but I do want to know the story about the Kenosha girl. What's the story? Seventeen-year-old girl in, girl in Kenosha. It's got to be the youngest on record to get an OWI. <gasps> Seventeen years old. I bet it's not the youngest, but that's still sad. Super young, right? Yeah. Going 107 miles an hour on 94. 107 when they pulled her over. Oh, no. So they got like, they're pulling her over, like weapons drawn because they don't know what the hell's going on. It's a 17 year old girl. They don't know what the hell it is. And they realize it's a 17 year old girl with a 24 year old girl next to her in the car who apparently was giving her alcohol. That's the story. There's no names or anything. Nobody's been charged with anything yet. But how are they going to say that's who the 17 year old is? Yeah, they can't. But there's a pending felony case against one of them. So. That's, wow. Be glad that that's not your child yeah. right there. <laughs> you did go from a very positive story See? about parenting to one that's a little more worrisome. Huh? So I told you that. Take wow. the bad with the good and make sure that you're teaching your kids uh, good habits, good behaviors about being responsible adults. You can easily ruin your life. And now at 17, you're, gonna, you're lucky you didn't hit someone and kill them. Yeah. I mean, seventeen years old. Wow. Got to be, got to be at least one of the youngest in Wisconsin. I, but I wouldn't be surprised almost, if there was younger. I was gonna say you almost made me want to Google the youngest OWI what? in Wisconsin history, what? which is sad. This is probably the only state in the country you would probably have someone underage getting an no OWI. Way. I don't think so. We were this, drinking this in many. high school. This many. There's no way there's not kids in high school getting DUIs. I don't know if that's a record that anybody wants to keep. But no, and you know what? I have to. I don't know. I know there was a guy in Green Bay that had 17 OWIs, but he was like 90. So. Well, here's one that was 13 years old in 13? 2020. I mean, if you start Googling, you could find stories oh, out there. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Well, then talk. 17 wasn't the youngest, Riggs. Okay. See? Be glad you have responsible and children, Allie. Be glad you aren't a parent, Riggs. 100%. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles coming up on at least a year of dating at this point, and I want to know why they're always doing this in public. They're always sitting on the opposite sides of the room or the stage or people. We saw it with Chris Pine, how they put him right in the middle. Yes. Harry and Olivia. Uh-huh. And no matter where they go, people keep noticing that at every event, they're not together. They're, and I don't think there's a problem. I don't think they're not. I think they're together. No. They're trying to not bring any attention to the two of them together, but let's just go and do it already. Like, I was, yeah, was going to say my theory is they want attention on whatever the event is. No, we don't, they don't want, want that. To... We don't care. We don't, want, we don't want to hear about the movie. I understand that. We want to hear about your relationship. But everybody wants to hear about the movie. That's why they're there. Yeah. That's got to be what it is. They're like, we're together all the time. We don't need just the whole event. Harry and Olivia on the red carpet for whatever it is. Then you forget about what the what the movie even was. I forget the name of the film that she's even directing. Don't worry, darling. See, I didn't even couldn't matter. tell you. You could have a weapon to my head and I would not know. I'd be like, yeah. huh, I don't know. Same. Don't know. Same. Know Harry and Olivia are together. Do you think any of it's, do you think they're afraid to be too close because of how the relationship went down. Even though she says her and Jason Sudeikis were long over when she got with Harry Styles, her claim. Do you think it's because people thought it looked shady from the outside? The way she it looked like she left her husband and kids essentially is the way it yeah. looked for Harry Styles. But they're saying that's not how it went down. Maybe. 
So that could But be, if that's the case, they're worried who, about public opinion. Yeah, why do they care what people think? Because they're celebrities and oh, everything's yeah. about image. Are you kidding no, that's me? That's right, yeah. I mean, but I just think it's interesting. They are never Always on never opposite together. sides of the room. Yeah. Right. 103.7 KISS FM. Hi, it's Riggs and Allie. Good morning. You don't think people are familiar with support groups? A lot uh, of people are. I don't. I think 98% of people have never been to one and couldn't tell you where to go for one. Well, most, I, and I've been to them, but yeah. I don't think most people could. Well, no. most people probably associate a support group like Alcoholics Anonymous. Sure. That's probably one that's the mm-hmm. most widely known support group. Right. With people who are recovering alcoholics, kind of get together, mm-hmm. sit in a room, in a circle, and chairs. You need that support. You need people around you who are going through the same thing sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And yeah. I, I found a support group when I lost my uncle to suicide. It was a, sui- a survivors of suicide loss support group. Yes. It was just a bunch of people who had lost someone to suicide, like moms, daughters, mm-hmm. uncles, friends, cousins, I wives. I learned a lot when I went into like outpatient treatment for all my depression and anxiety back yeah. in the day with my divorce. I learned that they taught me everything. Like, here's all the free support groups you're more than welcome to attend if you're feeling down. Yeah. But a lot of people have to go, you know. Yeah. And, but then once you go, it's great. And I went to an Alcoholics Anonymous one with a friend who was going to it, and he yeah. was just looking for some support to go to the support group. And I was like, sure, I'm going to check it out, see I how it is. I thought you weren't supposed to go, though, if you're not an alcoholic. Somebody I, told me that once, that you shouldn't be in that room if you're not I actually struggling. I didn't stay in for the meeting. I oh, went and I dropped him off. I let him you. get situated, and then I left. Good for you. Because I knew that. I was like, I don't need to be so in here. So that is true. Yeah. You're not supposed to. You're well, not I, don't, supposed to I don't know if it's true I, or not. I just didn't want to stay. It didn't yeah. feel right. But they don't I didn't want to feel judged. Right. So only the people who are going through it are in the room. But right? he was like, I don't know anybody there. And I said, look, I'll go there with you and drop you off. If it's weird and awkward, we'll just bounce. You don't mm-hmm. have to go. I go, but you should go and at mm-hmm. least try it out. So we mm-hmm. did. But I was, I saw it's like this support groups get, a, I think, a bad stigma because they're they kind do. of like a... That's what I mean. People s- aren't familiar enough with them, but we need them with mental health these days. They're so important. Yeah. So what I wanted to do was a support group with a different twist on it. Okay. So I started, I'm going to start doing one with okay. my organization. It's a mental health organization called Hearthead. Mm-hmm. And I'm using improv comedy mm-hmm. as a form of therapy for people. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about improv comedy? Think about like Saturday Night Live, like yeah. where those people get their start. Okay. Like a lot of stand-up comedians kind of get their start in improv comedy. Yes. And the whole basis of improv comedy is advancing the conversation forward. So if you're watching something on TV or something, people don't shut each other down in conversation. So mm-hmm. like if you and I were talking and I go, Allie, here's an apple. I'm holding a pen in my hand. Yeah. You can't say, that's not an apple. That's a pen. You have to go, oh, that's a funny looking apple. Did you grow that in your backyard? That advances the conversation. That doesn't shut things down. If you go, that's a pen, See, that's not an I, apple. I understand what you're telling yes. me right now, but what I hear is a different form of therapy in the sense of the art world, which is acting, which yeah. is theater, which all goes into great coping skills for 100%. people. 100%. Yeah. So I wanted to introduce people to this idea, the concept of improv. Yeah. What if comedy. you're shy and you don't, what if improv scares you because. That's the thing, as you don't have to participate because I've oh. got myself and a couple people and like professional improv people that are going to be there yeah. that are going to kind of start it so you can see mm. how it works how it operates and how mm-hmm. it can apply to real life because mm-hmm. sometimes you get held you get dealt a crap hand during the day how many times do you have something happen during the day that just sucks mm. something an inconvenience you mean like when i hit red light after red light after red light all that stuff <laughs> and yes I act like an entitled brat and complain yes all those little <laughs> things that those annoyances that hit you in life there's i think there's things you can learn from the idea of improv comedy that you just mm-hmm. take what you get it sucks but Instead of just hiding from it or mm-hmm. avoiding it, you kind of embrace it and say, well, what can I do with this horrible moment at the time? Like, all right, I hit a red light again, but mm-hmm. now I can look at the sun. I can look at the sunrise or there's two dogs sniffing each other's butts. That's a funny moment. I See, saw I something hear nice. you again, and maybe I'm being repetitive here. I get why this would be healthy and good for yeah. people just to go, whether even if they don't understand what they're doing exactly. or why it helps is kind of what I'm getting at. Right. You're giving them an activity that's like it's an healthy activity, yes. and good. And yes. it's not just sitting around going, well, how are you feeling? today. Well, I'm sad. Why are you sad? Well, I'm sad, too. I was like... There's a reason theater kids are fun and wild, because they're not afraid to be fun and wild. Uh Some people will go, oh, the theater kids are weird. No, they have the personality. The theater kids actually have something going on, so I get why it's more fun to be in that kind of environment. 100%. So I'm going to do it. It's tomorrow night on the third Wednesday of every month at the Oak Creek Community Center, Mm -hmm. 6 to 8. 
it's free. Like I'm asking like a five dollar donation, but you don't have to pay. But I thought it would be cool to introduce people to something different and kind of a way to deal with emotions. And I'll have a therapist there, and I'll have an improv like a professional there, so people can just kind of get a different perspective on life and learning to deal with emotions. Yeah, seems like an interesting yeah, idea. Absolutely. I don't know. Would you go to something like that? Is that if I like, needed it, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, I think absolutely. if anybody's struggling in life, like going out and reaching out and talking to yeah. somebody else, yeah. even if it's not a support. I wouldn't group. charge people though. I know you don't want me to say. That right there, but I hey, wouldn't. I no, it's like, dude. It's, that's why I said it's suggested. Yeah. And if people don't, that's fine. Give like, them the give them the resources. Yeah, hundred uh-huh. percent. So that's uh, that's mm-hmm. I thought it was an interesting twist well, on congratulations. the congratulations standard support groups that yeah. can be stuffy and they get stigmas right them, they totally have stigmas so they don't that's have, good they don't have to be bad i want to try to normalize them a little bit so uh i know a kid that's in a social skills support group cool uh he had to apply uh-huh. but he got in and he yeah. gets to go weekly uh to work on his social skills with other children that's great it's great is that the great and i love that it kind of puts him in social mm-hmm. situations inherently with the group itself it's social anxiety yeah. so they they recommended get him in social uh, a social some kind of social skills group. Dude, that's, that's I bet that's great doing. for like COVID babies. Kids that were born during COVID. <gasps> kids that were virtual. Yes. Yeah. I'm just now seeing my kids get back to normal, like yeah. as far as their friendships go. I know that sounds crazy, but they got yeah. weird there for a minute. They, they did. got real weird when they didn't have <laughs> enough interaction with kids, man. That's cool. That's, yeah. uh, that, and that's interesting to know about that support group, sure. too. So, yep. yeah. That's so good. There's, there's help out there. Reach out to that help, man, because yes. it's there. All right. It's 103.7 Kiss FM. You can always call or text us, by the way. And we were just discussing. Support groups. Riggs started his own. Started one, yes. It's uh, improv comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's improv group therapy mm-hmm. using positive psychology and improv mm-hmm. to kind of can make the connection between accepting and surrendering to situations in life. And sometimes going, you know, this sucks, but I got to deal with it now and I got to I got to move forward. So it's if a more fun spin on group therapy. I'll give it that. And there's tons of different support groups out there for uh, from Alcoholics Anonymous to addiction yep. to. Ali said there was one for kids with social anxiety skills. Yeah. I got, yeah, 100%. So there's tons of different niche support groups out there for whatever you may need. And Stephanie's on the phone this morning. Yeah, Stephanie's in New Berlin, and she wanted to talk about what we were saying about whether or not you're allowed to go to an AA meeting if you aren't in, if you you aren't an alcoholic or aren't struggling. So, Stephanie, welcome to the show. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. So, what's the Um, rule? Yeah, no, I was just going to let you know that um, for most meetings, it is true that they they want you to be someone that is actually dealing with the issue. Uh-huh. Um, but each meeting will specify whether it's open or closed. Uh-huh. And there's plenty of Al-Anon meetings, which mm-hmm. is for like the loved ones of people that are suffering for with people that are having trouble uh-huh. with alcohol. My family members and are dealing with addiction. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of meetings that are open and they're Al-Anon friendly. Mm-hmm. So those meetings, friends and family, they're all welcome. Yeah, because it's, it's the ones that are on the closed, family too. Yeah, the family yeah. needs support as well. A lot of times when you're dealing with someone who's got an addiction, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are also Al-Anon meetings that are just family and friends, and they're not. I mean, it's just for the people that are dealing with the repercussions of their loved ones. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's both. There's ones that are just closed for Alcoholics Anonymous. There are ones that are for both. And then there are ones that are just for the family and loved ones okay. as well. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. Thank you, much. Thank you so, much, so much, Stephanie. Uh, Laura in Pewaukee texted in, uh, and she was very open. She said, I was part of a ED group, an eating disorder group. Okay. She said it was so helpful to her recovery. Yeah. So that's good to know. Being that, around people uh, that have walked the same path as you. Dis- they even recommended that I could go to some of that stuff when I was uh, struggling with weight and like losing yeah. weight that maybe like going I could always go to those if I needed more support or better ideas or it how to you, deal it helps you realize you're not alone yeah like there's other people that are struggling just like you my point was there's a support group for everything which is good to know you there know is. what I mean yeah, Stephanie yeah. is in Sheboygan she what? wanted to talk to you Riggs what's up Stephanie Hey, Riggs. Uh, it just, you know, when you lose somebody close to you and you hear something that just reminds you of them yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, well, our, we just, my husband and I just lost a really dear friend of ours who would have been sober 10 years in mm. April, and he, um, he used improv comedy, actually in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. um, as a huge therapeutic outlet for him um, during his recovery. And he was really successful 
with that, and then he took to to uh, adventuring, and he's been on the road for a year and a half and got really into mountain climbing. So unfortunately, that is how we lost him, but... Oh. Uh, much love for oh, no. Jordan or Justin Seagren and Jordan and Laurel and his mom and dad who oh, are goodness. dealing with his loss right now. But yeah. it definitely hit home when you when you spoke of using improv comedy as a as a resource that yeah. you to come yeah. uh, for recovery from addiction. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. Sorry Maybe about your loss. Yeah. yeah. But I hope maybe someone yeah, who is that. recovering from addiction will find some sort of therapy within this improv comedy yeah, group. So, totally. Yeah, absolutely. You could help a lot of people. So thanks for starting that. That's of course. Great. Of course. Thank you for calling, Stephanie. Thank you. Yep. And if, if you're interested, I'm, it is tomorrow at the Oak Creek Community Center uh, with my group Hearthead. It's heartheadhelps.com. You can find all the information there if nice. you want to go. It is improv group therapy starting Wednesday and the third Wednesday of every month at the Oak Creek Community Center. Again, it's heartheadhelps.com. Hey, this is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. All right, so Lil Nas X, he's just performing his concert, minding his own business, and he's very out there and unapologetic about his sexuality, very open about being gay. He's not, he, I love it that we have songs now where he does, people don't even realize men are singing about men, and you know, the world is so different now in a good way. But of course, he can't perform without somebody protesting who's homophobic yeah. with signs outside saying he's going to hell and the demons and the blah blah blahs yeah. and he, so what did he do since he has to deal with these protesters outside his show who are just mad at him for being gay I mean get a life it's got to be a better cause you could have but he sent them all pizza had it hand delivered by his crew killing him with kindness they didn't want it but he tried <laughs> <laughs> they probably thought he was trying to poison them <laughs> <laughs> But he wasn't. Who I hate that the most for is Lil Nas X has thick skin. He can obviously take it. Thank God. He's a good person to be in that position. It's the people that are in line to see the show or the people that are seeing this, that are seeing the message being relayed by these protesters. and The the kids who are gay. The kids who are gay and now that are then internalizing it and going, well, maybe I I shouldn't if these people think it's bad. But no, be yourself. It makes them feel like they cannot be open (laughs) and honest. and It makes the the stigma worse. Yeah. You see people saying, you're wrong. You're going to hell. shuts people down in a lot yeah. of ways. But yes, I agree with you. Lil Nas X is a perfect role model because he has yeah. the thickest skin on the planet. And when you come at him for that, he goes, oh, you got a problem with me being gay? I don't care. Suck it. Have some pizza yeah, while you're out there. Pizza. Aren't your arms tired from picketing out there so right? long? Right? Riggs and Alley, weekday mornings. And always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply oh, 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 O'Reilly. protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with mobile one at o'reilly auto parts purchase five quarts of mobile one full synthetic motor oil and receive a ten dollar o'reilly gift card after rebate see store for details with your mobile one purchase you'll also receive two times points during old rewards bonus points month at o'reilly auto parts oh 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 o'reilly auto parts